The Snow Bear. Chapter 7. Looking for a bear. Sarah and the bear followed the tracks. It was a strange way to walk. Eyes down, peering at the faint print, paw prints. Every so often, they seemed to fade away, as though the fresh snow had fallen over them. And Sarah was worried that they would lose the trail. But each time, Peter would sniff around and come across the tracks again. Sarah pulled the hood of her coat around her ears, wishing that she'd put more sweaters on underneath. She thought it was a was cold at Grandpa's, but it was nothing like this. She pressed closer to the bear cub, feeling the warmth of his fur under her glove tanned as they walked on. The white landscape was very quiet. At first, Sarah thought it was empty, but then Peter stopped in surprise as a white creature raced over the snow in front of him, stopping for a second to look and dashing away as the bear cub made a strange, angry grunting sound. Sarah gazed after it, trying to see what it was as it skipped from patch of snow to the darker tundra that was showing through. It looked like a big, old-fashioned powder puff with a pair of long, dark-tipped ears and arctic hair, Sarah said, as it disappeared into the distance. The dark eyes and the nose looked like pebbles against the snow, and the hair blurred as it ran its camouflage was perfect. She remembered seeing a photo of a hare in one of the books she'd read about polar bears. But there hardly seemed to be enough green stuff around here for it to eat. Just mossy patches here and there. It would help if you could eat this, too, she said to Peter, crouching down to look at the yellowish lynch. I think I'd better save the second bag of sandwiches a little longer, just in case. The polar bear cub sniffed at the lynch, and looked at her looked up at her so disgustedly she laughed she had to laugh i don't think i'd like it either she admitted then she shivered again was it really getting colder she wasn't certain what time of year it was here she was pretty sure that the arctic would be completely covered in snow in winter which meant this had to be spring or summer but it was so cold and it always started to snow again she realized in dismay, watching the snowflakes start to float down gently. They were so pretty and delicate, but there were so many of them, and they were falling faster and faster. Sarah took a sudden tight grip on Peter's fur. She could hardly see him now, a white bear in a white, whirling snowstorm. It's a blizzard, she whispered. The cub sighed in his... messed up. The cold stealing her voice away. We couldn't stay out in this. We'll freeze. Peter tugged at her hand and she gasped, frightened he'd run off and she would lose him. But he looked back at her, his dark eyes glinting among the snowflakes. He wanted her to follow him. Step by step, half blind, Sarah followed the little bear into a strange cave, a dark hole in a snowdrift that appeared suddenly out of the storm. Peter dived inside and then turned around, seizing Sarah's coat in his sharp little teeth and dragged her in after him. Sitting down inside the earthy burrow, away from the biting wind, Sarah gasped, trying to catch her breath. The cold seemed to have frozen her lungs. Peter snuggled up next to her and sniffed hopefully at the bag of sandwiches. 
Sarah fumbled at it and tore off a little piece of sandwich for herself, feeding the rest to the bear cub. Then Peter curled up half across her lap and nudged her lovingly before he fell asleep. Sarah stared out at the dark snowstorm, wondering what they were going to do now. Maybe another one of these sudden blizzards had blown up before, and that was how Peter had separated from his mother. The cub sighed in his sleep, and Sarah rubbed his white fur. He was almost as fluffy as the powder puff of a hair. He was so young, and he trusted her. She had to get him back to his mother. But as Sarah gazed out into the storm, she knew that all his mother's footprints would have been covered up long ago. Sarah fell asleep, too. Eventually, the flickering fall of the snowflakes was hard to watch without her eyelids starting to close. When she woke up, it had stopped snowing, and the landscape stretched out into whiteness in front of her. Peter woke, wriggling and bouncing over to the little tunnel's entrance hole, peering out at the snow eagerly. Maybe he's hoping to see his mother, Sarah thought. Sadly, watching him stick his head out, she blinked, suddenly realizing where they must be. This was a maternity den where a mother polar bear had hidden herself over the winter, digging down through the snowdrift to earth below to make a safe nest for herself and her babies. It was probably where Peter had been born. He must have sniffed it out, catching his mother's scent in the storm. Maybe he'd been heading to the den when Zara found him. Sarah followed him out into the snow, looking around hopefully for the paw prints. She knew they must have been covered up, but still, Peter sniffed at the fresh snow, looking up at her in confusion. I know, Sarah muttered. We'll just have to find your mother another way. It'll be all right. The little bear ran off into the snow, kicking up the fresh powder with his claws and squeaking. Sarah giggled. Even though she was worried, she could not help laughing. He was so funny, dancing around in the snow. He didn't seem to feel the cold as much as she did. His fur is perfectly designed for the Arctic weather, Sarah thought to herself. She couldn't even feel her fingers anymore. She shook her head as if it might help her feel less dopey with the cold. Peter stopped sharply and gave a little growl, staring down at the ground. He'd found something. Sarah hurried over to him, clapping her hands together to try to warm them up. Tracks, but not bear tracks. These were long, thin grooves with smaller paw prints here and there. A dog sled. Sarah felt her heart jump with excitement. They weren't alone in the snow, as she thought. Maybe whoever had driven past in the sled would have seen Peter's mother and would be able to tell her where to take him. They set off again, following the sled tracks this time. The sled must have paused by their den since the snow stopped falling. Sarah realized it couldn't be that far ahead of them, although it would be moving much faster than they were. There was still a chance they could catch up. Maybe the sled might stop for the dogs to rest. If only she could keep walking. She was so tired. Even though they must have slept for a long time in the den, and it seemed like such an effort to just lift her feet. Peter was tiring quickly, too. He'd slowed down, and he kept looking up at her hopefully and nudging at the food bag with his nose. No more sandwiches, Sarah told him apologetically. Maybe if we catch up with the sled, whoever's driving it, we'll have something for you. Then she stopped. Staring out across the snow, her heart racing, that noise, a low, 
mournful howling. She'd heard it before, but only in movies, never for real. It was a noise from the kind of movies where she liked to hide behind her mother on the couch with her dad teasing them about being scared. It was a wolf. Peter gave her a frightened look and darted sideways. If it was his with if he was with his mother, Sarah thought, he'd be fine. She scared the wolves away. Sarah had only heard one howl, but it wouldn't be alone. Wolves traveled in packs. They wouldn't attack an adult bear, especially one with a cub to protect. She would be too fierce. It would be too risky. But a girl and a bear cub, they were easy prey. Sarah didn't have any way to fight back, not even with Grandpa's ivory knife. Had the wolves caught their scent? The noise seemed to be coming from a distance. Maybe if they were lucky, the howling came again and Sarah realized with dismay that it was in front of them on the same course as the tracks. To stay away from the wolves, they'd have to move away from the tracks and lose their chance of catching up with the sled. But they didn't have a choice.